Hi guys, and welcome to episode 6 of Josiah's CRNA Personal Statement Review, a podcast by me, Josiah. In today's episode, will be it'll be a little shorter because instead of talking about the content of a personal statement, I'll be talking about why your personal statements matter. And I'm also going to do something a little bit different with this podcast because every other podcast I've put out so far, I carefully script out what I want to say. Um, and I think it actually gives people a false impression that somehow I am just more naturally talented at speaking and writing than they are. And that's not true. I flub my sentences as well. You know, the real me, the one that hasn't been meticulously edited and scripted sounds a lot more casual. I make errors just like everyone else. And what I want people to take away from this podcast and this podcast series is how important the editing process is. So without further ado, we can listen to me ramble about why your personal statements matter. So by and far, schools judge applicants on several factors, including your GPA, whether it be your science GPA, your nursing GPA, something, your GRE scores, your uh, ICU uh, experience, your CRNA shadowing experience, your letters of recommendation, and your personal statements. And sometimes some schools will have some smaller factors, right, such as your volunteer experience or religious experience, if that matters to them. Uh, But not all experiences create the same. Because in economics, there's this concept called uh, diminishing marginal utility. And the idea is that the more you have of something, the less each successive something gets. For example, say you've been on the floor for 12 hours, you've had very demanding patients, and suddenly your manager, because they're so great, brings in gourmet pizza, hot gourmet pizza, not Domino's, hot gourmet pizza. And you reach for, you know, you're hungry, you reach for a bite of pizza, and the first bite you have is amazing. It's hot, it's juicy, the flavors just mingle in your mouth, it's what you need after 12 hours, a long shift. And... Because you're not just satisfied with one pizza, you're going to reach for a second pizza. And that second piece of pizza is good as well. But it's not quite as hot. It's not quite as good. Uh, it doesn't bring you quite the same amount of enjoyment that the first piece, bite of pizza did. And that second slice of pizza is good, um, but it's just not quite as good. And, you quite, and then you start thinking about, should I have that third piece of pizza? Because it is good pizza. And so you reach for a third piece of pizza and you start to eat it. And then halfway through that piece of pizza... You suddenly don't really want pizza anymore. You know, your stomach is satisfied and you can't really fit that pizza in anymore. And you just finish it because you have to. You don't want other people to think that you're, you're wasting food. Um, and what happens here is that every successive piece of pizza that you have eaten has become a little less enjoyable. Actually, you know, that's, let's, let's, this is a better example. Think about the Frank Starling curve, right? Where are you most fluid responsive on the Frank Starling curve? Is it on the left side or on the right? It's on the left side, right? You give a 250cc bolus to someone who's super dry on the left side, and their stroke volume increase is going to be like 30% or something crazy. But on the right side of the curve, when they're topped off already, you give a 250cc bolus, and their stroke volume increase is going to be like 2%. Nothing, nothing at all. And this is the concept of diminishing marginal utility, and applies to your application statistics as well, because there's a big difference between scoring 290 on the GRE and a 330, and it's worth your time to raise that GRE score. There's a big difference between having three hours of shadowing experience for CRNA and 40, but there's not as big of a difference between 40 and 80. Um, And if you have a, for example, if you also have a 3.8 GPA, you really shouldn't be taking a, you know, $2,000 pharmacology course to get an extra A plus to boost your GPA to 3.801 or something. And one of the reasons is that there's just a diminishing marginal utility on these objective stuff like GPA, your GRE, certifications, patient acuity, whatever. And so many applicants look the same on paper. 
you know, everyone I talk to, everyone has their CCR and almost everyone has charge nurse experience. Almost everyone's a preceptor. Everyone has some great GPAs, some good GRE scores. Uh, they work on unit councils, whatever. Uh, and by this virtue, there's just not a whole lot of comparative value in just getting more certifications or retaking an extra pharmacology course for an A plus instead of an A. And so what makes personal statements different then? If there's very little, if there is a diminishing marginal utility with stats, why do we bother trying to make a good personal statement better? For one, most people don't have a good personal statement and, and I'll begin there. Because people who ask this question understand that the idea of diminishing marginal utility also applies to personal statements because there's a lot of small stuff that people love to spend time agonizing over, like their word choices and their style that don't really matter as much. So many essays I read, people, it sounds like people have busted out their thesauruses. And then there's the big stuff like the ideas. And most of the ideas, uh, most of the essays I read, I'm sorry, they're actually stuck on the big idea stuff. They haven't put the ideas in place. They haven't really articulated why they want to be a CRNA. And the, that's the stuff that really matters. That's the big stuff where you're going to get the most bang for your buck, where you're going to get the best utility. And for a lot of people who struggle with writing, the personal statement, therefore, provides a lot of room for growth, where concentrated effort will make a bigger difference in their chances at getting into CRNA school. And so the purpose of the personal statement is to color in who you are. And because everyone looks the same on paper, and so this is your chance to show them something different, show something other than your statistics. Show them your human side, what your motivations are, and why you want to be a CRNA, stuff that doesn't come through on a resume. So personal statements matter, but remember it's only one part of the whole picture. Like if your GPA sucks, if it's under three, then the best personal statement in the world is not going to salvage your school applications because people can get in with mediocre personal statements just like people can get into school with mediocre GRE scores or mediocre GPAs um, and having worked at mediocre hospitals because in all parts of your application remember about think about the Frank Starling curve at some point there is diminishing utility but if your personal statements suck then it's important that you spend some time to get your ideas checked all right, so that's it for now. Please let me know what you thought of this episode um, and of this kind of style of podcasting where I give you the unfiltered version of myself um, about essay reviews. Uh, please see the link in the description below if you would like to sign up for an essay edit. Uh, again, I have been inundated with essay editing requests and I'm always very grateful and surprised by how well this uh, podcast series has done. Um, but however, I do need to limit myself for the sake of the other parts of my life. Uh, so if you have any other qu questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email me and I'll leave that in the description below. And until next time, bye-bye.